Mr. Lemon. From information I received while using a Ouija board, I believe that there will be an attempt to assassinate you. The spirit that gave me this information was Brian Epstein. <laughs> he said the attempt we made in place of March 6th, 70, and Mr. Epstein also said that Paul McCartney was alive in London. <laughs> Is that true? Please take this letter seriously because I would very much prefer you to be alive in there. So that was uh, pretty haunting. That was a clip of John Lennon reading about the Ouija board being played with and uh, predicting his death. Um, the specifics weren't necessarily there, but still it's a little haunting to hear that audio clip. Yeah, dude, that's kind of creepy. And we actually, I kind of accidentally ran across that. I wasn't even aware of that um, being out there. But for people who aren't familiar with um, the whole, how it all went down, um, it's a little creepy. You can actually go on to like uh, John Lennon's Wikipedia page and just the, the day of his death has its own page. Yeah, it's like, weird. It's, it, there's a lot of different weird stuff about that day, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, he signed um, one of his albums. He autographed for uh, Mark David Chapman before he killed him a couple hours before it as he was going in the studio. Um, also... Well, I mean, Mark David Chapman's completely fucking crazy, but uh, Jared Leto played Mark David Chapman in a like kind of a biopic called yeah. The Chapter Twenty Seven that came out about uh, three four years ago. Jared Leto gained like eighty pounds. For yeah, it. dude, he looks he rough looks in that movie. Fucking creepy. He's got like uh, he just looks greasy, nasty. Lindsay like Lindsay Lohan's in it also, but she's not yeah, really in it very much. She's like a friend of his or something. Um, but. I mean, it it's unsettling to like look look at it from his point of view, like because he obviously was crazy. Aside of the fact that he was like he was a huge fan of Lennon's, I mean, it was like an obsessive thing. It was like if you can't, if I can't have you, no one will, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it was completely fucking twisted to even try and walk a day in the shoes of somebody like that. You know, and like it's not like he. I mean, all he was was a musician. I mean, he made a big impact on on the world. Don't get me wrong, but like, you know. Well, the Beatles is. I mean, if you talk about amount of money made, records sold, you know, this and that, they're the most successful band ever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But I like, mean, why? They're take... probably the biggest thing to ever have happened to music. They... Just why do that? You know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I guess I just don't understand people. You know, they got a lot of criti- criticism for saying that they were bigger than God, but. I mean, they kind of are. <laughs> well, like yeah. Plenty of people that, I mean, if you look at God in a universal sense, no, because, I mean, there's people believing in God way before the Beatles. But <laughs> yeah. If you're talking about modern, modern day and you're talking about like a Christian God, they're probably just as popular. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's pretty nuts. You could go to old, old Amish country and go up to one of those guys with the white beard and be like, do you know who the Beatles are? And they'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You probably go out into uh, Paul McCartney, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> John Lennon, yes, Ringo we know Starr, those guys. yes. You could you could probably go out. To, I, you could pretty much go anywhere. Probably Ethiopia. Yeah, to, they yeah. know who the hell John Lennon is. Day of his death. Also, yeah, that's there's kind of like a historical. Like Rolling Stone was doing an interview with him, and Yoko Ono. He nobody wanted Yoko Ono to be in the picture, but he was always like wanting Yoko Ono to be in his pictures with him. You know, he, he loved her a lot. Um, and a lot of people don't like her because it seems like, well, she's accused of breaking up the Beatles. And, you know, there's so many reasons that people don't like there's her. There's a lot of drama like between Lennon and his bandmates over her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing you have to respect John Lennon for, aside of 
everything else he's done. But yeah. he, I mean, he loved that woman. Oh yeah, hands down. There's, he was infatuated with her. I mean, that that was, I mean, that was love. I mean, that's one of the greatest examples Baby, I've ever seen. I, just love. I love it too. The way black is black. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other now you know the discussion of Lennon's death also kind of ties in with the. Uh, Controversies in the sense of um, governmental or celebrity death conspiracies. Uh, we kind of wanted to talk a little bit. The only conspiracy that I've ever read about Lennon's death is that he supposedly knew spiritually about his death, and that that's one of the things that I've I've read in the past about his his death conspiracy. Would was just was just that. Uh, you know that he kept predicting his death and joking about how he was going to die soon and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, the way the story actually another thing I wanted to talk about before I had forgotten about it. Um, well, I was actually watching ESPN. We kind of always have it running in the background at work, and they were talking about how Yoko Ono was pissed off that on Monday night football that Howard Cosell had broke the news about. I mean, that's like how everybody, like, the majority of people had found, found out, out about it. You know, they were, like, the first ones to break the news. Yeah. And it was, like, almost too, it was, like, too soon in the sense that, like, Yoko didn't even have the time to tell Sean or, you know, any, you know, yeah. explain anything to him. And it was already on TV, and she got all pissed off about that and shit and called ABC. And also other celebrity um, death conspiracies, which are, I guess, more more so that we can relate to because it's happened in our generation. Is like the Biggie and Tupac death conspiracies. Also, you can look back historically at the Marilyn Monroe JFK conspiracies also. Maybe I guess we'll go ahead and address the older ones. Marilyn Monroe found dead in her room. There's all kinds of like wild different analyses on the on what happened exactly. Overdose, but yet, you know, over fifty bruises and lacerations on her body. Right. And there's speculation that it happened. Um Autop, there's like conflicting autopsy reports that like they happen like before this all actually going down, like her taking all these pills, or they happened afterwards. There's um a, a belief that like somebody crawled up through the window and like raped her, and I'm, there's just all these wild conspiracies. I can tell you it. what really happened. Go for it. JFK got red handed, caught red handed fucking that bitch, and Secret Service took care <laughs> of it. That's what happened. Yeah. No, I'm just joking, but that's the main conspiracy behind that. Yeah, that's uh, that's part of it. And, uh, I, I mean, you have to talk about JFK whenever you talk about, you know, death conspiracies. Uh, a lot of people think that it was an inside job that was the CIA. Yep. A lot of people think it was, the again, the CIA job. Um, that It was, man, don't you know? Well, the fallout, and maybe we'll talk about, like, why they think that. They think because the whole the Bay of Pigs mess up, you know, how all that information was leaked and it wasn't really the mission that they had set it out to be and all the the Cold War problems that they're having at the time and um, kind of the standoffs and, uh, you know, the Cuban Missile Crisis. I mean, all all the, all these factors tied in the CIA was kind of, I don't, it's too far-fetched for me. I don't believe that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like really cynical of our government. And stuff, yeah. but I'm like, you know, that's just a little, that's a little bit too far of a leap. I mean, call me fucking gullible or whatever you may be, optimistic. I don't, whatever you want to label me, label me as, if I don't believe that, and you do, yeah. But uh, 
uh, it's just silly. I, I mean, are we talking about JFK in general or just like? Well, his death conspiracy, you know, the yeah. theories behind it. Well, Supposedly, Lee Harvey Oswald fired off with this handloaded rifle. I'm going to tell you right now, dude, this rifle is one of the worst military rifles well, it's got, ever released. It's got a lot of bad defects, too, you know, yeah. locking or jamming. You can barely cock the bolt at all in this gun. So this dude, in 12 seconds, pulls off three shots, has time to get down out of the, the whatever it's called, the, the book repository or whatever. Yeah. And run to a bus and then run another couple blocks, kill a cop. And he did this all within 20 minutes. Yeah. It's, it and just took three shots at a president in a moving vehicle. It seems unbelievable, but they've like they've tested with expert marksmen and stuff. And they've been able to like recreate it, but barely with a like they used a watermelon. But I mean, Do I think there's a lot of factors that go into that also. Um, you know, the pressure in the certain the certain circumstance. Yeah, and how easily he got out of there. I mean, but well, the only thing that creeped me about out about it was JFK's wife. She turned around after he was shot, and she told that Secret Service member, "She goes, they finally killed him. They got tired of it, and they finally killed him." That's what she kept screaming on the back of the motorcade. I I haven't heard that before, but I maybe I have. I don't know. And then another thing is, dude, is the dude gets shot in the back of the head. But do you see which direction his head goes? Right, and that's a lot of like how his head whipped. That's like another. If and then. The, there's this theory also, the ricocheting bullet theory. The magic bullet is yeah. what it's called. Um, how it, it tumbled through his body and then hit the senator. and Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, There's a lot of unanswered questions. Like, okay, I'll, I'm going to tell you. Do I believe that our government was responsible for that? No. Do I believe that people inside of our government were responsible for that? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, if you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald, I mean, he has a military background. Well, yeah. So, I mean, technically yeah. you could say, yeah. But they set him up for that, too. I yeah. think he was involved. Don't get me wrong. I definitely think Lee, uh, Harvey Oswald was involved, but he was the one that was supposed to take the fall for it, and I don't think well, he the was aware, is, for, aware of it. That was kind of a decade at that time for assassinating people. I mean, you got to think of all the great minds that are assassinated. Uh, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Robert Kennedy, his brother, and him. It's any kind of progressive thinker that was starting to break through. It's just like okay, we're gonna assassinate him. We're yep. gonna kill him, and he's getting too powerful. He, you know, let's kill him. I don't. I kind of have a theory about all of it. I think personally that conservative party did it. Not maybe so necessarily directly, but you have to think uh, it's the same mindset that causes stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a lashing out against what they were doing. Um, Anybody that will stand up and speak against them must go. Yeah, exactly. Just like and the Tea Party. It, it kind of, and you know, it frightens me. You can draw a lot of comparisons today to stuff back then. You know, anytime that something progressive happens, like, for example, don't ask, don't tell policy. You know, you, you know what scares me? They, what's that? It makes too many, too many similarities to the Nazi Party. Oh, yeah. And that scares the shit out of me. Yeah, there's no question. Especially with how popular it's funny it's because they try to use this brand of socialization, you know, and say that Obama's a socialist, you know, and that he's Hitler and everything else. But look at how you know, they act. Their tactics are the same. Is do I like Obama? No, but do I sit there and say, "Oh my God, he's like Hitler"? No, I don't say that. You know what I'm saying? It's absolutely ridiculous. Anytime there's any kind of progressive thinking in this country, it's like, you know, the conservative movement is against progressive. Yep. Government any, uh, whatsoever. Yep. 
change. Um, but I guess we're kind of getting off on the politics here, but uh, we will move on from that and work up to something a little bit more relevant to us, and that's Biggie and Tupac. We were watching <laughs> some Tupac. Um, okay, first of all, first of all, David. Or Jordy, I don't. Whatever the fuck you're called, I don't know. Doctor <laughs> Jordy Pi is the shirt he was wearing the other day at work. But anyway, so this guy Friday tells me, you know, oh, you guys are gonna talk about conspiracy theories on your next show, right? Well, you should check out this video about Tupac, man. They caught him on camera. <laughs> okay, was man. he being serious about yes. it? Yes. And I'm like, I, I, this is all I gotta say to you, Jordy, dude. That was completely fake. <laughs> like you can completely tell that that was faked. I mean, I mean, it was horrible quality. You know. It, it was just jumping around like, I don't believe that at all. I'm sorry, man. I, I just, I don't know. I, it was ridiculous, dude. <laughs> if you guys want to check this out, um, go to Google and type in Tupac is Alive. And it's this black guy in a, this yellow Gilligan Island hat and a yellow sweater. And he's like, hey, man, Tupac just came out to record a studio. I'm about to catch him on camera. I'm going to go around this corner. He's uh, over there with the outlaws right now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous, man. I'm sorry, Jordy. That was uh, never again will I take advice from you. Yeah, I'm just I, joking, I love whenever you put in Tupac conspiracy, like how much shit that you get. I mean, it's just like that's the only word to describe what comes up is just fecal matter. And then they had this video of this like 50 year old dude, which Tupac's not even like 50. He yeah. wouldn't even be 50 right now. And they have this like 50 year old dude that just is, you know, that's making his own album. They have like a picture of him. And only thing that he looks like, like the same with Tupac is, is he has that mustache like Tupac did. That's it. He's bald and he had that mustache. I thought that guy was white. He looked white to me. He almost did. And they're like, yeah. oh, he has the same tattoos. Okay, you're telling me I can't go down to the fucking tattoo parlor right yeah. now and get Tupac's tattoos and claim that I'm him? Yeah. I've it's... seen Tupac's fucking autopsy picture online. And let me tell you, it looks just like Tupac. I re- believe that first before I believe any of the bullshit that's on YouTube. Yeah, they, they're trying to like, oh, this isn't Tupac, and they're showing the to- autopsy pic- uh, picture or whatever, photo, whatever, video. Um, what's funny about it is automatically my mind went to the alien autopsy, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, like the Roswell ones in the 50s yeah. and shit. Yeah. That's exactly where my mind went. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you guys want to check out this autopsy picture too, I'll go ahead and plug it. It's uh, Celebrity Morgue. You can Google, Google Celebrity Morgue, and it'll take you to... All the famous celebrities that have died in their pictures. They uh, even have JFK's brain on there, so it's pretty cool. I believe that that's where I saw. I don't remember how Tiny I, I had heard there. about it, but I I found the killing or the hanging of Saddam Hussein. Yep, that video was on Celebrity. Movie. That yep. was nuts. Like I feel like it's fake for some reason. I do too. Like I just can't believe what I'm seeing. Yeah, how the fuck do you it take this mass fake. murder? fucking dictator and just release him to his own people to be hung. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just I don't believe that America would do that, but I I don't know. Um they had said that like there was the security was so tight that there wasn't any, you know, cell phones or anything in that area, but I mean, obviously it wasn't that tight cuz yeah. that was a cell phone. Yeah, one of the Iraqi video. the new uh, Iraqi de- democracy members actually had a cell phone and started recording it. Um aside of uh Tupac, uh, going on to Biggie. There's uh, conspiracies <laughs> that Biggie uh, was shot by Puff Daddy. Yeah, because th- or and that Tupac never actually died, and he shot Biggie to get back at him. Um, that Suge Knight shot at Biggie. I mean, there's all kinds of fucking rumors or you know 
conspiracy. There's this conspiracy. one video, dude, and it's of you can see the Betty or the Betty, the Biggie, the execution basically on tape. They have it on YouTube, and there's this one that this guy did, and he's like, uh, he's like pointing all these arrows to all these random people that you can't even see their faces, and he's like, this is this is Puff Daddy. It's standing outside the vehicle. Yeah, and there's a <laughs> shot, and then this guy runs. So Puff Daddy. Then shot Biggie and then took off running. I'm like, dude, dumbass, how the man. fuck can you tell that that's Puff Daddy? Jackass! <laughs> what a f- uh, these people get off on making these shitty little clips. I'll tell you exactly where what this is all 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 deals with, and it's fucking money. It's all yep. it's all an attempt to make fucking money. You damn right. That's all it is. I remember how much like media coverage that they had like on MTV and different news networks whenever all this stuff happened. Um, I was just getting old enough to be aware of those sort of things and they made so much money, you know, the memorabilia, like the rest in peace shirts. And then they actually, you know, had movies that came out and now like the only thing that, that was hard for me to grasp whenever I was younger was how Tupac kept releasing Albums yeah. and movies. I and wrote shit. the song a long time yeah. ago. That's what a I. Real long time ago. I wanted to talk about that Dave Chappelle skit also, <laughs> um, but uh, if you haven't seen it, it's actually on the Lost episodes, and uh, Dave Chappelle is basically making fun of uh, all of that. And uh, there's a there's a girl dancing in the club, and he's like, "You got the doo 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 stain on your back." It, or no, he, uh, what is it? <laughs> Man, I can't. I fucked it up. <laughs> no, you got that Hershey stain on your back. I think it's doo doo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like he's talking about. He's like, uh, when all of you voted for George W. And then he's like, George W. Florence. He ran for mayor or ran for senator in this really small town. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's like he starts saying stuff that's relevant to the time now, but then he like goes back and is like explains it. Yeah, well, on how he could know that. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, I think that uh, the drummer from the Roots, Questlove, isn't that also? He's like the DJ in the skit. Yeah, yeah. He was in. He he did a little. He did quite a few cameos on the Chappelle Show. Um, Chappelle Show. I love the Chappelle Show. Yeah. Oh, um, we didn't write this one down, but I want to also talk about this conspiracy because I thought it was the biggest and funniest hoax ripoff that I've seen ever. When those two guys claim they found Bigfoot and they oh, made that yeah, big yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just gonna go ahead and applaud these guys right now. I mean. People that, were that into that. Awesome, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. They got paid money to reveal this fake body on national TV. Yeah, and then it was a fucking hoax. Man, there were so many people pissed off about that too. That was. Fucking... I was. I thought it was hilarious, dude. It just shows you how how big of a grasp media has on America. <laughs> it's. Uh, it kind of goes along with. Um, uh, this isn't necessarily conspiracy theory or anything, but it's kind of the hoax sort of thing. Is uh, I don't know if anybody's seen the YouTube clip in Mobile, Alabama, where um, they have found a leprechaun, supposedly. <laughs> um, I've actually got some sound clips kind of queued up Others for it. Others just here. came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where to go. I want to go. Give me the go. I want to go. <laughs> To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. All you gotta do is look up in a tree. They had like eyewitness reports on so here. So a dwarf got in a tree, and everybody thinks that there's gold under this tree now. Yeah. Who else a- in the leprechaun <laughs> say yeah? <laughs> this is the funniest part of it. Is this guy? This is a special yeah. leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great great grandfather, who was Irish. And I just came to oh, help Jesus. out. 
Um, mind you, everybody in this video is black. If you haven't seen it, pull up the YouTube <laughs> and just type in Mobile Leprechaun and it will pull it right up. That's awesome. Um, they also had like an eyewitness sketch. Of and, the leprechaun? Yeah. And it's Was like, it Troy eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, <laughs> it suddenly disappears. It's all How that it is. ridiculous. All, all the eyewitness report is, is a Crayola drawing of a leprechaun and it looks like a two-year-old drew it no joke it probably did it was an adult who drew it oh my god yeah they're dead serious um the guy who had the uh leprechaun flute he was he was black i'm not saying that he doesn't he wasn't irish somehow but it seems unlikely we are going to go off to a break and we're going to come back with a little bit more uh serious conspiracy topics and give you you some of our views on it so What's up, everybody? This is Daryl Buchanan. Most know me as DJ Swerving Podcast on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Check in every Sunday for the episodes. We got a new podcast called the Big Hungry and Swerve Movie Podcast. I'll be every Wednesday on the same platform. Be sure to check that out. Also, got a detailing business. Be sure to check that out. Swerve Auto Detail on Facebook, Instagram. My phone number is 573 327 1473. I run rates at 125 for a full inside and out detail have a summer package you can get you five cleans for 225 like i said that's swerve auto details on facebook and instagram and i'm your boy swerving podcast baby what to do back to that uh maybe cover a little bit more on the jfk conspiracies aside of just uh, his death the other parties that weren't possibly involved um, I had forgot to mention, um, we didn't do that part necessarily justice, was there was belief that the Cubans had actually, you know, made that happen, his assassination, KGB in Russia. Yeah. Also, this is one of the huge ones, which I don't know why I didn't mention earlier, the mafia. The Kennedy family is quote-unquote um, tied into um, a lot of mafia conspiracy because uh, Robert and Robert Kennedy to dealing with Jimmy Hoffa and um, the mafia members they were kind of doing racketeering through the team the unions and stuff like that. Um, the mafia because the government had to go through and kind of clean up all of that. The mafia was kind of taken out on the Kennedys, you know. Trend. And mm-hmm. then there's also conspiracy that Robert that's how why Robert Kennedy was assassinated also. Um, the government itself, we talked about, you know, possibly the CIA. The E-40 team. Right. Moving on from the JFAK conspiracy, now we covered a little bit of ground that we wanted to do. Oh, well, revisit. I mean, one more thing to add to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really like uh, Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to talk about that. But I really don't like it. But he did cover the JFK assassination, and he did have an ex-Secret um, Service member that on his deathbed that was uh, dying from cancer. On his deathbed, admitted to taking part and to uh, taking part in the JFK assassination. Like they had an operation name, and he was told to stand down if anything happened, and all kinds of stuff. The thing that, um, and it's proven that he really is. It kind of with that Jesse Ventura show, though. It seems like he always, I, and I know we've talked about it on here before, is that he kind of like bullies people into stuff. Yeah, and like I know Scares necessarily that doesn't. Stuff. 
that doesn't really necessarily fall in suit with that. But uh, also, it kind of reminds me of there's. I remember whenever I went to church and we were told at my church specifically that on Charles Darwin's deathbed that he admitted that creationism was fake and that he had like a Christian like bed made of some sort or whatever. Um, and then there was a book written about it and that, which inspired a book and that, um, that's obviously, you know, that's, that's a part of like, he was saying that he was coming to terms with God and death in itself. And supposedly, you know, he'd seen the light as far as Christianity and that evolution itself was fake. A hoax. Yeah. And I've, I'm like, how? Well, you can't say the evolution of the hoax because we've proven that evolution evolution is real. They use it's it's like it's almost like they're misusing the term though. It's like they say evolution is it's kind of an umbrella term because there's different things involved in evolution itself. You know, um, they say evolution whenever they really mean that the Big Bang. You know, sometimes yeah. you know yep. that the Big Bang didn't really happen, or um, maybe I. They don't believe that we've evolved from mates. Okay, that's fine. But there's tons of evidence that we, as as humankind, that is have evolved. Or any animal, uh, or any other animal, you know, we changed and we adapted our, in our in our environments. And they say, you know, like one of the arguments against that is, okay, why do why aren't people changing now? Because it's such a slow, and my response to that is, it's a in most cases, year process. yeah, it's such a slow process that it's not something that you're going to notice overnight or even necessarily in a lifespan. And you know, the thing about it is, is nowadays us as humans modify ourselves so much that you're not going to find a change. All right. of our advances in technology, you know, you know, people are, you know, medicine and medicines everything. and surgeries and everything. You know, you're not going to be able to recognize these changes because if there is anything different, there's a doctor out there that wants to fucking fix it. And that's another thing that I think is a little silly um, is, you know, how the conservative movement's all like anti-promotion of the climate and conserving our natural resources and such now, which is kind of funny because they used to be, you know, like you think like Teddy Roosevelt. He was a big conservationist. Yeah, he was a huge car. He was one who initiated a lot of the conservation Things that were tied into the government and created all the programs. And well, you know he got his, how he got his name Teddy, right? Or you know why teddy bears are called teddy bears. Yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, Teddy Roosevelt himself, aside of just being, you know, conservationist. You know, he was uh, known as a daredevil. You know, he um, he was a the, part the of... The dude was fucking crazy. He was a fucking man, dude. Yeah. He's first president to ride a submarine and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. Go on these fucking bear hunts with just a horse. Yeah. Him, a gun, and a horse. Yeah. He is a fucking man's man. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and we wouldn't have Hawaii if it wasn't for old Teddy Roosevelt. Amen. <laughs> BJ Penn, you wouldn't have him. Taking all that sugar, son. <laughs> and Spam also, and Reese's. And he's also a distant relative of Franklin Roosevelt. Yep. One of FDR, one of our greatest, Delano Roosevelt, one of our greatest presidents ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just a little history lesson for you children. Chillins. Um, so conspiracy theories that we have to address, um, there's, we've kind of plugged these documentaries before, but not even really talked a lot about them. Um, Loose Change is excellent, is a fantastic 9-11 conspiracy documentary. But what I, what I will say, please, uh, let's give a little disclaimer before we get into this though also. Don't take everything that's in these as gospel. I mean, it's all, it's a theory. 
propaganda is propaganda. Yeah. Whether, you know, the things are skewed to come out to a certain way, to look a certain way to you. Now, we're not saying, like, everything that is in this is um, fabricated or anything like that. But, you know, if you want people... Okay, if you want to think, if you want people to think something's evil, like in a movie, just you know, a cinematic movie, a blockbuster movie. Yeah, there's certain ways you're going to shoot the scene, you're going to write the script, pick yep. the lines, That's how they're going to dress to get that point across. Yep, and it's not necessarily that you're. Um, I guess maybe that's a bad example of, because they're creating something, but um, you know, with documentaries. There's there's always something that is driven. There's a there's a point, you know, that they're trying to get across. Yeah. There's well, something that's inspiring this. So they're go, they're taking it from that point of view. It's not uh, a completely unbiased thing. Well, I mean, this is one thing I will say about Loose Change though is in the original stuff, it like you said, it was more of a theory, you know, propaganda stuff like that. Yeah. In the new one though, the one that released last year in 2009, they actually have supporting factual evidence to back up some of their claims. Well, I mean, they've always had like a little bit uh, a factual basis. Um, yeah, I just think it's it's evolved. It's become a little bit more professional, and it's that the nine eleven conspiracies also are all kind of like rivaling each other. Also, though, yeah, because that is becoming so popular. Um, and another huge one is the Zach Geist movies. They're awesome. They're they're really good, but I think again, people take them way too serious, take them to the heart, and. Um, one of the problems that I have with They're the educational ones is the government. Like, I absolutely love the religion parts. Yeah. Um, I have no problem with those whatsoever. The first one, they start the movie out with a quote from George Carlin, which I think is like one of the greatest comedians of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you're gonna start out your documentary with like some kind of quote from him or something, I wish we gonna, could. It's already it top notch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whenever he actually got into the government parts that was kind of like me kind of eh, eh, on um you go ahead and not pay your taxes and tell me what's going to happen to you yeah exactly you know what i mean i mean they are right though though there is no federal law stating that you must pay taxes there is well there is now it's but not in the constitution yeah that's what i was gonna but say that's like what people try to that's what people try to you know it, it, or it's but, not hey, wait the a declaration minute, wait of independence that's why people try to argue but do we follow anything that's in the Constitution anyway? Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> freedom of press, freedom of free right. speech, you know. Yeah. yeah do and we follow any we of talked that? To, when we talk, and that ties in with our censorship. Exactly, episode, that's what know? I'm saying. I mean, people are pissed. Oh, well, you don't have to pay taxes because it's not in the Constitution. Well, um, if you go and you try to print a newspaper that says, um, I'm going to kill the fucking president, do you think you're going to be able to keep printing that pr- paper? No, not at all. Exactly. Because, see that... Though that is subject, again, it kind of comes into the lemon test that I talked about before, is, you know, um, whenever it's like, there's a certain line, though, that it's like freedom of speech, but then it goes into a threat or bigotry, you know, like yeah, but uh, slander or something, you know. And according then once, to our once it reaches that we should point, be able to say whatever the fuck we want to say. Well, I think that there still was a, a little Law, bit of yeah. a... Regulation. Yeah, because you can't infringe upon other people's rights. Yeah, true. True. You know, I know. I'm just making a generalized statement but, with you, that. Most, I, most, you're mostly correct about <laughs> it. Um, like I said, if you're gonna try and not pay your taxes, I'd like to see what's happening yeah. with that. Please uh, make a documentary on that. You not paying your taxes. <laughs> some of the stuff that's a little disturbing is uh, how. Uh, maybe I'm getting my documentaries mixed up a little bit here. I think didn't they address the Pentagon? Um, 
What you talking about, like the new world order, new no. world order signs and stuff like that? No, or? no, no. Um, I'm talking about whenever the because the Pentagon had also was a, a lot of people forget that the Pentagon had a plane flown into it also. Yeah, but the Pentagon is supposed to have like this defense system built into it where it shoots stuff out of the sky oh, yeah. and everything else. Um, but just conveniently, all they were supposed to have a meeting right where a plane had flown into the Pentagon. And the meeting was scheduled conveniently like an hour and a half or 30 minutes right before the plane flew into it. Yep. And it, to an entirely different part of the building. Yeah. Um, and that, that you part. Know, you want to hear something else tricky about that? That side of the Pentagon was the only side of the Pentagon where the walls were built to withstand yeah. a plane being flown into them. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's like, mm, you know, and that kind of makes you wonder. Uh, something, you know, everybody always, everybody always, 9-11, everybody just thinks about the planes that have flown in the World Trade Center buildings themselves. Yeah. You know, the, the two tall ones. They forget the about sister Flight buildings they're talking too. about. Um, they forget about the other building that the planes that were flown into in New York. They forget about Flight 93, mm-hmm. which Flight 93 does get more publicity than um, Here recently. that or the Pentagon. Yeah. Um, but the reason that they do get the recognition that they do is because it's such an American hero's story or whatever. With Flight 93, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't or anything. Uh, I definitely think that what they did was courageous, you know. If that's what really happened, yeah. Yeah. Then I do think that that was a courageous move. But you know where I stand on that whole thing anyway. Let's hear it. Well, I am a member. Swinging for the fences here. I am a member of the Investigate 9-11 group. You can check it out on Google. By typing in invest, uh, well, it's like seek the truth, investigate nine eleven. I'm part of that movement. Um, I also, um, I don't know, man. I, I just don't believe that that coordin- coordinated of attack could have been done by seven people. You yeah, know, I just, there's a lot of things that just don't make any sense. But how that's, does a guy that's only been in flight school for three weeks that didn't even pass also, his test on a Cessna? There, it's. But you have to also remember that the Taliban is the whole reason this whole thing happened. Like this was a master plan, which, I, you know, you look at it face value and you say, okay, like say thirty years ago, somebody's going to predict that this is going to happen. Okay, and they tell you that the factors. Fuck Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm. I will get on a rain on his ass here in a second. <laughs> but somebody predicts this. Let's say somebody predicts this thirty years ago, and says. You know, gets into the details, but not necessarily the specifics, and says this terror terrorist cell or organization that has no legitimate home or body, um, as far as a place of establishment where they congregate or anything, per se, um, that basically bounces around from cave to cave in the Middle East. Yeah, and sells opium to, to make money. Is going to somehow plan an attack on. America's heart of its economy, New York City. It's military headquarters. It's it's yeah, econ- it's, not, it's it's economy. Uh, how would you say that? Economy it's, headquarters. It's it's like kind of an iconic. It's just it's it's the building of America, American capitalism. You know, it's yeah. just it th- what it symbolizes itself, and that's why you know they flew the planes into it. Um, but you know, if you were to say thirty years ago that. There have been like no way that's you know it's not a real threat. There's no way that something like that could happen. You know this 
this govern this body of people, you know, um, and are going to have going to be able to be insurgents into our society, you know, go to flight school, overcome these planes, fly these planes into this building. You know, there's it's there's a lack of organization there. You know what I mean? Well, first of all, if I'm on a fucking airliner and some Arabian stands up and fucking pulls out a box cutter and tells me <laughs> to set the fuck down, I'm going to be like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Does that fucking make any sense to anybody? So these guys stand up, pull out fucking box cutters, and, and they go through a security door and, and top of a or in the front of a Boeing 747. Well, the thing was is that um, it wasn't just that they pulled out box cutters on dudes and shit and were like, you know, they took hostages is what yeah. it was on the plane. Well, yeah. You know, they grabbed the innocent, like women there's and like... children and stuff and threatened to kill them. And I mean, obviously, they were going to fly. They're killing themselves to fly planes and things, so they had no problem okay. killing children. My question to that, though, is how many people were on that plane versus them? Oh, there's hundreds of people, but again... I'll go back to the hostage thing. Nobody wants to gamble with a, a child kid dying. Side. Yeah. Well, another thing is, is all these pilots on these 747s, when they go through their training before they can become licensed to fly that big of a plane, they have to go through this rigorous uh, training about if their plane is hijacked and they all have to perform codes. That, so that well, means now there's all these stipulations, but before it was a little unorganized. I mean, that's how they easily, that's again, a part of the factors of how they easily overcame, but just watch basically all, all I'm telling you is to definitely educate yourself about the nine 11 conspiracies and then have your own opinion about it. Yeah. Uh, th there's also, this is a little reminiscent of the conspiracy that we knew about the, I, I, I mean, we did know about it to an extent, but that we had actually received threats that we were going to get kamikaze in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Um, they didn't take it serious at the time. And, you know, you know there's no way that they're going to do is fly, fly across the Pacific and just fly their planes into our naval base. Um, it seemed unbelievable. And they, they didn't take it serious enough. And it was delayed also. So, But, yeah, it, well, they called it zero hour. And that's yeah. basically when Japanese zeros zeroed in on Pearl Harbor and right. attacked us. But we had substantial warnings from other intelligence agencies months before Pearl, the Pearl Harbor attack was made. But the pres in the president's defense, he this was his mindset, was that, okay, they're threatening us, but could they actually pull this off? You know what I'm saying? Would they really right. do that? Would they really take that step and fuck with us? You know what I'm saying? That was the president's mindset. So with that, I kind of give him credit, and I don't really see that as much as a conspiracy because it happened. Well, you know, then, but also people say that exact same thing about 9-11. Yeah. They're like, oh, they didn't take it as a serious enough threat. Yeah. Um, Which we did that, have warnings. If you've seen Fahrenheit 9-11 with uh, the Michael Moore documentary. That fat fuck. Um, I don't. I'm not a big Michael Moore fan himself. Me neither. Just because he gets like really silly with it, it's like he takes it overboard. Yeah. It's like he's a really smart guy. He has a lot of potential to make them. I guess it's just for entertainment value is why he does it. Uh, I did love the shit that he did with the Westboro Baptist Church, though. Yeah, that was cool. He was fly, uh, rolling, following them around with the the gay bus. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. But the thing, the thing about Michael Moore is when the government threatens you and you censor parts of your movies just because the government th threatens you and you're making movies about government conspiracies, there's, that's saying something about you as yeah. a filmmaker. But that's that also comes with you're not going to be able 
he's not going to be able to sell that to a studio and release it on a, a mass market, though. Yeah, and the studios he's, he's don't want to take a chance yeah, exactly. the, at that. Yeah, he wants that's to make why, the money. You know, these movies like Zeitgeist and stuff like that. These are these are all underground. Thing. Yeah, they're. I mean, you have to. They they have a cult following. It's all by Actually, hearsay. It's on the internet. Um, yeah, you can donate money and get actual hard copies of this stuff. But you know, this all started out like just as a torrent. You know, somebody put it up on the internet and well, got passed from person to person. And well, like I said, loose change was a bunch of college students that made a theory, and then it grew into something more. So. They're basically for educational educational purposes, though. That's what I was trying to get at. Most of these conspiracy yeah. movies are basically just to educate yourself and then for you to have your own opinion about it. They're not trying to shove anything down anybody's throat. They're just basically stay, say, making a statement on what they believe and letting other people have their own opinion about it. Right. So, and, so don't uh, get pissed off if you don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just watch it and then see what you think. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like, oh, well, fuck that, you know. Osama bin Laden did make the 9-11 tax happen. You know, quit being a fucking redneck and educate yourself on on all views right. of, of it before you make an opinion. And what I was starting to get to is that uh, in Fahrenheit 9-11, they had all, the majority, I think, all but two of the hijackers on the 9-11 planes were Saudi Arabian and that the Bush family are really good friends with oh, the Saudi yeah. Arabian prince. Um, like all that, Oil that part games, of it was dude. like, you know, really interesting, you know, yeah. and mind blowing. Um, I was really young whenever that movie came out, you know, and I'd started, I was first getting into conspiracy theory and that also leads me into, um, I'd started questioning the government at the time and George Bush and blah, 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 blah. And, yep. um, I was, I was really unsure of myself and political views, you know, going through puberty as well as all <laughs> the other fucking awkward things that happens to a kid. Yeah. Um, but I also, and you had mentioned Alex Jones, which is uh, what I want to get into, is I saw um, a documentary on what used to be the Trio channel. I don't even think it exists anymore. Um, But they had aired a documentary of Alex Jones's where he was examining the Skull and Bones um, group. Which is the Secret Society of the Presidents and, and the New World Order members. Which had went into other conspiracy theories and such and uh, mm-hmm. actually we're going to take a, a little bit of a break and we'll come back and get into that Exclusively on YouTube, the Vulgar Display of Podcast is a show about metal by metalheads. The Vulgar Display of Podcast does not discriminate. We share a love for any and all kinds of metal. Please do us a favor and like, subscribe, turn on notifications, and share our videos. We appreciate your help and support. For more information and content, check out the wellnessinvestors.com and the Vulgar Display of Podcast. Talking shortly here about Alex Jones. I wanted to continue that conversation because how I had found out about him was the Bohemian Grove documentary on the Trio Network. And, you know, just kind of happened to run across it. And Bohemian Grove, if you're like from and that one's a little bit more tight lipped, um, not maybe as popular as like Skull and Bones per se, but uh there's a lot of like comparisons drawn to that. That it's like an all inclusive males club 
where uh, it's like the power figures in the world are basically bred to be the leaders of tomorrow and are already the leaders of today. Yep. Um, people that have been tied in with Bohemian Grove, and this is like not necessarily partisan either. either. You know, it's a, these people, like Skull and Bones had John Kerry, um, George Jr., George Sr. in it, uh, you know, Democrats, Republicans. Uh, Bohemian Grove, and it, it, what's even weird about Bohemian Grove, also actors have been linked into it, like Danny Glover. Apparently, is a member Whoa. of the Bohemian Grove. Um, Ronald Reagan. That can't be true. You know, he was an angels in the outfield. <laughs> uh, George Senior, George Junior, um, Alan Greenspan. I mean, damn. It, there's, there's, there's no limit on it. You know, those are some of the bigger names that have been as tied big as to I it. am. On conspiracy theories, dude, I'm surprised I've never heard of the Bohemian Grove. Yeah, and that's like if that's like the only thing I'm comfortable with, like suggesting anybody you know to look at of Alex Jones's because that's it's fucking mind blowing. It's he basically works his way. He poses as somebody else and works his way into one of these meetings, and you know to explain the documentary a little bit, um, if it hasn't already caught your attention, is that he works his way into one of these meetings there in California. Um, and the group itself has a pagan, they go through a pagan ritual. Um, it almost kind of seems like a boy scout camp almost, you know, it seems like it's fucking weird, harmless and shit. Um, but as soon as you get into the campgrounds and the seating area, um, there's a huge stage area with this fucking 40 foot owl and then they do mock sacrifices and, uh, one and shown in this actual documentary also is they do a sacrifice it's a mock sacrifice of a baby being sent across. They have like a little lake right there and sent across and it goes across and it goes up to the owl and then lights the owl. It's hollow on the inside or whatever. And uh, the eyes light up with like fire and shit. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's completely nuts. And all the people in the wake on the stage wear robes and stuff. Um, it's, it's frightening really to think, I mean, I guess, you know, if you're kind of into like the Christian end of world conspiracy, you know, one world government and that sort of thing, then, you know, something like this should definitely arouse your suspicions. Yeah, definitely. It ties into the whole new world order and the martial law and all that stuff. One world government. Right. And one world government. One world you know, leader. Other groups aside of Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones that we could talk about. The Freemasons is one of the longest uh, living, you know, known to man groups. Oh yeah, is. the Freemasons are the one of the key play role plays, of and they're also the one of the most socially accepted. You know, it's yeah. like they're everywhere. Yeah, I mean, Masonic lodges are everywhere. Yeah, they, you know, it's almost like some of the Elks lodges and stuff. Those are tied in with Freemasons. Well, some Freemasons um, are members of those lodges. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you yeah. know all of them are, but yeah. you know, a lot of people don't realize it. You know, you might be sitting next to you might be a, a member of the Elks, and you're sitting next to a Freemason. Yeah, and you know, everybody knows what. Freemasons are, but no one knows what they do. Like a modern day, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those groups that's by invite only and people see it as like a harmless thing now. That's just like a, a boys club or something. But I mean, they hold all of America's dark, deep it seems secrets, a little, basically. Yeah, it seems a little. Masons are. Re- I wish we could, I wish we could like get a Freemason on the show or something, you know. He wouldn't doing. say nothing. Like, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, somebody maybe that's like. Ex-Masonary. Right. Yeah. Maybe that like has seen the information that's brought him to the light or something, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying that there's tons of like bad stuff going on and, you know, we have no idea. 
Yeah. But, you know, these associations frighten people. Also, one last group that I want to talk about before we get off here, tying in with the World War Go- One World Government is the Illuminati, and they're addressed in... The, the Doomsday U- Team. Yeah, they're addressed in Zeitgeist. And then other... Uh, I, I can't remember if it's in Loose Change, but I know that there's another documentary similar to both of those that has, it, it focuses more so on the Illuminati. But on money, the universal symbol for them is the one-eyed pyramid. The all-seeing eye. Yeah, the all-seeing eye on... It actually says New World currency. Order on your dollar bill. If you guys don't know that, it says it in Latin. Around the all-seeing eye. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of funny how, like, you know, these things present themselves in everyday life and people don't realize it. Yeah. Did you know that the the base design of the Pentagon was based off a five-point star? Right. Which is <laughs> a pagan Yeah, And if you lay down a map of Washington, D.C., all the big monuments in Washington, D.C. all make a five-point star. Yeah. Well, I've seen one. The pentagram. They, they've kind of yeah, the pentagram one. Mm-hmm. That's in the old Loose Change movies. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Before the the big one was released last year, so I think they kind of dulled some of those down too, not to be so radical, so they could get people to catch on to. Well, they I mean? just wanted people just to focus on their nine eleven theory. Conspiracy, yeah. yeah, and it's a it's a little sad, and I know we're getting a little general to close the show here, but. It's sad people go through life and don't notice these things like on their money, the currency, the all-seeing eye, and you know what it really means. Mm-hmm. People go through life and just don't pay attention to yep. stuff, you know? And the thing that really, really bugs me is that these people that are like super religious don't see it either. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it all ties into revelations. What What bothers me altogether is the fact that it's just... People just dolefully go through life and don't experience anything or question anything. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no one does. They don't... It's not, I'm not saying rebel against everything, you know, I'm not. No, but like I said earlier, educate yourself. Right. And and that's a simple way of putting it, you know, is educate yourself. Don't believe in something just to believe in it. Or, um, and again, this because is a point everybody that's else recurring does. on this show. Right. Just because everybody else does or because your mom told you it's this way or that way. Same thing know. with politics. Like we talked before on the election. Right. Show. Politics is another thing. Educate yourself. Find yourself in this world, you know. Yeah. Try go out and try and experience new things. Please commit to at least trying to go out and maybe look at something before, whether it be music, a movie, mm-hmm. a documentary, a religion, whatever it may be. Please, you know, look at it before. This you is pass your homework judgment. that we give you. Actually, yeah. please try and go out and experience something else this week, and hopefully, maybe you guys can tell us a story on the Facebook page or our guest book on the website and let us know, you know, something new that you tried and maybe that you find interesting. Like, you know, we've said before, we're always open for suggestion. We would love to, you know, hear your stories and hear what you guys think of this show all together. Yep. Hi, this is Barry from ATI Podcasts. Each week, Josh and I, as well as our featured guests, will discuss current events, sports, entertainment, games, movies, TV, politics, pop culture, and so much more. We're going to have local artists and small businesses to promote their work and their endeavors on our show. We are now on podcasting platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and even SoundCloud. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Like, share, follow, and most importantly, listen to the show. Just search for ATI Podcast. We want to thank you for your continued support. And hey, stay safe out there.